News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. But Ireland is apparently a set to be hit by a frightening wave of delayed cancer diagnoses next year. And for many, it could be too late for medicine to intervene to save them. That was the stark warning Taoiseach Michal Martin issued speaking at a Fianna Fáil parliamentary party meeting last week. And for more on this, we're joined now by Professor John Crown, consultant oncologist at St Vincent's Hospital. Good morning to you, John. Your, your reaction to what the Taoiseach has said? Good morning, Kira. Well, obviously it's alarming and I'd, lo- I'd love to know what the actual source document was for it, but certainly the projections which we've seen uh, would be quite frightening. And I, I must say, I'd find them maybe just a little bit surprising. Certainly 2020, the first year of the pandemic, there was real disruption uh, throughout the cancer services at all elements from routine diagnostics to screening. One, and I mean, heroic efforts by the nurses, doctors, radiographers, those who read the slides, etc., to try and get things back on course. One had a sense that things were moving back towards a more I don't like to use the word normal because I don't believe our public health system functions very normally at the best of times, mm-hmm. but moving back towards its baseline in 2021 and 2022. But it's certainly quite plausible that there would be, sadly, a backlog of, of cases who might have presented at screening who will instead be presenting with symptomatic disease or people who would have presented earlier with symptomatic disease who would be presenting with later disease. To be honest with you, there's no redundancy built into our yeah. public health system at all. So any little strain like a, a bad winter flu or, you know, I mean, even in non-pandemic years, we had seen situations where entire, you know, operating lists, uh, elective admissions in major, major university hospitals in the country were just completely cancelled because we couldn't cope with the seasonal flu epidemics. Uh, throw in the pandemic and throw in the fact that the truth is we're victims of our own success because the, the treatment for cancer has improved so dramatically that many patients with cancer are now living much longer. They're you know, getting more and more services from the health service over a longer period of time and the facilities have not expanded to meet that demand. Okay. And so are you saying that what you're, just from what you've just said, uh, what you're seeing on the ground doesn't quite reflect at the moment what the Taoiseach is saying, that, that currently you feel that we, the wave hasn't hit or, or it, it isn't quite a, a, as dramatic a wave as he's quite starkly describing? Uh, I must say it certainly was a, a common, uh, a, a common uh, narrative that we were hearing in 20, later 2020 and in 2021 that my, my colleagues were more at the front line of, of newly diagnosed cancers, which would be more surgeons, dermatologists, gynecologists, etc., Patients tend to be diagnosis made with those doctors and then get referred on to people like me or one of the you know, many wonderful young oncologists that we've appointed in recent years in this country for, for care. Um, but it certainly it was the narrative last year that they were seeing um, patients presenting in a more advanced fashion. Uh, oh, okay. uh, there were a lot of reasons for that. A lot of it was fear, understandable fear on the part of patients who didn't want to engage, especially when we were not as yet heavily vaccinated, they did not want to engage with the health system. They didn't want to go into crowded waiting rooms. They didn't want to come into hospitals. And I think a lot of people... Avoided, uh, you know, yeah, avoided health them. settings. So you think it's not all down to, to screening. Some of it was patients saying, no, I'll, I'll put this off for a while, this visit with this lump or with this symptom. Uh, with regard to the screening, obviously breast check was closed for a long time. Cervical screening stopped for a long time. And I think it's 1,200 cancers per year are detected by, by, by breast check. And we say we prevent three quarters of cervical cancers, for example, with that form of screening. Um, sh- should we have done things differently and tried to protect it in some way? No, I, I, I must admit, I would not, I'm not going to second guess people. We were facing a crisis. Most of us had never lived through a pandemic before. 
and I can tell you that the, the, the warnings, the dire warnings I was getting from colleagues in Italy where we were hearing absolute horror stories that we would not have wanted to have seen repeated in Ireland, where people as young as 60 and 61 were being denied, denied intensive care beds because they didn't exist, where they had a problem providing routine oxygen supplies, never mind intensive care and ventilators. I think that was an absolute emergency, and I, I, I will never, ever, ever criticize people for trying to take emergency steps. Um, uh, cervical screening is critically important. Cervical screening has had a huge, huge impact, and thankfully, over the years, despite you know uh, unfair negatives, we have an extraordinarily high-quality cervical screening program in Ireland, which has done a, a wonderful job on reducing the, the mortality and indeed the morbidity from that terrible disease. Breast screening is always a little more difficult because the the, the total impact of breast screening, you know, I think what's still worthwhile. Uh, is not is not quite as big, um, so I think at the time the risk benefit ratio heavily favoured okay. uh, keeping people out of the screening units for those those All critical right. months, and I think they're playing catch up with it now, and hopefully there won't be too many downsides from that. Professor John Crown, consultant oncologist at St Vincent's University Hospital, thank you for that indeed. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.